Ready, set, go! Welcome back to the EV Diaries. This is the podcast where we discuss EVs in small town America. And actually, this is the What is Ben Learning podcast. I may have mentioned the other day that my son's Jeep broke down last week and I had it towed to a local mechanic. Apparently, I am still on a first name basis with the people at AAA because you remember all the times I had to have my Mini towed. Anyway, the local garage couldn't find out what was wrong, which is odd because they have top-notch service and that's where I have all my vehicles taken care of. But the result was I had the car towed again by AAA, of course, to Somerset, which is about a 36-mile one-way trip. I decided to take the I-3 to see what it would do on a trip that I knew was going to be about 90 miles at or near highway speeds. All right, we just got in the car, getting ready to head to Somerset from London. Um, I charged the car up to 89.5%, which is a little more than usual. Um, right now, I'm showing that on EcoPro, I've got 106 miles of range starting out, and uh, the range extender, it says 68 miles. Um, I've only used the range extender for about two miles, so I don't know how accurate that is. But anyway, we are getting ready to back out of the garage, and we will see how this thing does through the day. Before we left, we went to Cook Tire, where the Jeep was sitting at, and called AAA and waited for them to come. While we were sitting there, because it was a 90-minute wait, we decided that we would go buy soft drinks. And while we were out, I decided that I needed some hardware for a project, so we ran by Lowe's. And I realized that regulations and the restrictions that are going on around the nation are different for different places. We're still able to get out and go to essential stores. And, of course, automotive repair is essential and hardware is essential. We went back to Cook Tire, sat there another few minutes, and decided we wanted breakfast. So we zipped through the drive through at Hardee's. Then returned to Cook Tire just a few minutes before the AAA tow truck driver got there. So all in all, our running around, we probably drove 10 miles. I didn't get the exact number, but um, I'm estimating that at least 10 miles. So then we headed to Somerset along Highway 80, which even though it is not a divided highway, people treat it like it's interstate and the speed limit goes out the window. All right, I am about halfway to my destination. It took us a little while to get the tow truck to where the Jeep was and get all that loaded up and this, that, and the other. Um, right now, I've traveled almost 25 miles and the battery percentage is now at 64 and a half. I've been doing um, 65 miles an hour or so since we've got on the road between London and Somerset and as you would expect that the uh, range has dropped a lot faster than it did just tooling around town. So right now it's showing me with uh, 
64 now well 64 percent battery with a 68 mile range left on the battery and we will see how that holds up i knew the range would drop but it dropped a whole lot faster than i anticipated i know that i spent a few miles at 70 plus miles an hour sometimes it was way plus i know that that didn't help at all we finally arrived at our destination, which was the Jeep dealership in Somerset, Kentucky. After conducting our business, we decided that it was time to get some lunch. Alright, we arrived at our destination, which is the Jeep dealership in Somerset, Kentucky. I've put 45 and a half miles on the car so far. I'm showing 44% of my battery left and a range of 47 miles on the battery. Now, I know for a fact that at six and a half percent it's going to kick over to the range extender so my guess is that roughly about 40 miles um, I'm going to kick over to the range extender we're going to go get some lunch so I figure that I'm looking at maybe five to seven miles that I'm going to use the range extender we'll try to see what happens uh, and capture that as uh, as we uh, get closer to that. We actually had lunch at Popeye's. Love that chicken from Popeye's. Spicy chicken sandwich hit the spot and I have to say it is the best spicy chicken sandwich on the market but it's not the chicken that makes it the uh, makes the difference it's the sauce. I mean kudos to Popeye's. After lunch we headed back to London and it was pretty much an uneventful drive. Alright, so we are just rolling back into town and I have driven a total of 80 miles so far today and my battery percentage is at 7.5 and, and at some point uh, very shortly, I'd say in the next uh, mile, mile and a half, you will hear the um, range extender kick in. I'm probably 5 miles away from home. So, you know, given the fact that I have been doing, um, well, the average speed's been, uh, according to the dash thing, says 29.2, but um, 50 miles of the 80 that I've driven have been at 65 miles an hour or so. I've actually had the cruise control set on 64. The speed limit on Highway 80 is 55. But if you do 55, you'll get run over. And it's dump trucks, semis, what have you. They will absolutely flatten you if you run 55 miles an hour. Uh, well, that's the truck in front of me. It's brakes. Like I said, I'm showing right now 7.5%. 7 miles left on the battery. Um... My consumption, according to this, has been uh, 3.4 miles per kilowatt hour, which, as I said in the previous episode, I'm averaging right at four. So that just shows you what driving at uh, highway speeds will do to the battery range, which is no surprise. Um, right now, I am in a 45 mile an hour zone, and um, it's almost like the battery percentage is at a standstill. I'm sure you're hearing the cars around me and some road noise, not too much. Um, 
but uh, I really want to capture when that range extender kicks in. Keep in mind too, I started off the day at 89 and a half percent, so this wasn't a full charge. I probably, there's six and a half percent, we should hear it kick in at any time. Which I don't, I didn't hear it kick in, did you? Um, but my um, range extender, the, the where it shows the mileage and the range on the gas, is uh, I hear it now just a little bit. Uh, it brightened up and started changing, so I'm showing no miles on the battery, and the battery percentage is at six. come to a stop down here at the stop sign and maybe you can hear the range extender there's no cars around me this is exciting podcasting right here folks you hear sounds sounds like a uh, lawnmower a little bit I hope you can pick up on that um, I'll definitely when we get in the driveway uh, open the door and you can definitely be able to hear the range extender so that was at uh, about 82 miles was when that kicked in okay I'm at 85 miles now uh, the battery is uh, going back and forth between six and six and a half percent I've been on the range extender for three miles or so now um, some rolling hills nothing too bad and I have not noticed any lack of power as far as the car goes I'm still driving it like I have been driving it all day um, average speed up to this point it's been 29.8 so right at 30 miles per hour but like I said uh, a lot of it's been at highway speed um, so yeah it's it's nice having the range extender and you know like I've mentioned several times my daily commute is about 40 miles one way 35 to 40 um, of course I'm going to be able to charge at work so easily I should be able to stay on battery the entire time but this was a situation that I wanted to see how it did going further um, I would have liked to have got more than you know 82 miles out of the battery but like I said it was 90% and I've driven it sort of with a heavy foot. I mentioned before that I have been doing 65 miles an hour. Um, or at least I had the cruise control set there. There's been a time or two I got up close to 80, um, which again, not the safest behavior to do on a uh, 55 speed limit, but people really treat that road like it's an interstate and um, I was basically trying to get out of the way to get into a passing lane so that uh, people could go around me. But all in all, the car did really well today. Uh, just noticed that uh, my battery percentage is now at five and a half percent. So uh, I'm using the uh, the reserves, but my gas has shown up to be. Uh, 
when it first kicked in was calculated at 67 miles and now it's showing a range of 71 which is probably just an indication as it was predicting how I was going to be driving it and I've obviously slowed down now that I'm back in town um, my speeds crept up to 30 miles an hour now uh, 3.5 miles per kilowatt hour like I said that's a little bit light from what I've been doing so I can understand why this is a city car a lot of stop uh, start and stop driving um, you know and you're not hitting these speeds so I, I see why it's marketed that way um, it's really uh, I'm really happy with the way it's performed today I don't have to worry about being stuck if I had been in Somerset for any amount of time um, one of the neighboring car dealerships actually it's the same people that own the Chevy dealership they have a charger behind their facility if we'd been over there you know for a little while I could have uh, not put much in the uh, tank but I could have put some but anyway I am back home I'm in the driveway open that door and see if you can hear the range extender hmm the range extender has shut off, but I'm sitting at six and a half percent on the battery. So that's a good indication that the uh, range extender did put some juice back on the battery since it kicked in. Anyway, that's it for the trip. I'll do a summary and we'll wrap all this up in a bit. I was glad to be home. Going to Somerset wears me out so much more than any of the other communities that are around at similar distances. I don't know if it's the road or what, but it just it's just a tiresome trip. We go to Somerset a couple of times a year anyway because that's where the drive-in is. There's a lot of restaurants in Somerset that we don't have in London, even though we're on I-75, and a lot of it is what used to be tourism from Ohio. Uh, we have this thing called the Buckeye Navy, and that's everyone in southern Ohio goes to Lake Cumberland. Now, with the travel restrictions going on, I don't know how that's affected the tourism so far. Of course, it's still early spring, but, you know, being on the water in a boat, that's pretty socially distant. The problem is that the way things are set up now, the borders are essentially closed so that if you go out of state, you must quarantine yourself for 14 days after you return. But that being said, the trip to Somerset was all in all a good test of my BMW i3. I would have driven any other car the same way that I drove the i3. And compared to my daily drive, it's about the same. I mean, I spend 10 miles going to the gym, although with the aftermath of the coronavirus, I don't know that I will do that anymore because I've been working out at home with the weights and equipment that I have now, and I am maintaining my fitness. Now, my job is 27 miles away, which it's a little bit shorter than Somerset, but if you do all the calculations, I get about one mile per percentage of battery, so if you factor in the gym and a round trip to work that's 64 miles or right at 64 65 percent I want to maintain that 
80%, 20% range, but I could stay within 85-15 easily enough, but I usually add another 20 miles in the evenings. But that was the old way. I'm not sure what my daily drive will look like post-pandemic. If everything was the old normal, I leave the house at 5.30 in the morning, and I could definitely control my speed much more safely than I could going to Somerset because there's not nearly the traffic and everybody is coming out of Jackson County whereas I'm going in Jackson County. And after COVID-19 is a memory, I don't know what my work schedule is going to look like. I'm proving that I can be productive at home and satisfy the needs of my employer. Another thing, I imagine it was good to run the range extender. It's just not good for things to sit. I mean, look at abandoned houses and farm equipment, or people for that matter. Things that are forgotten or never used just decay. And there may be a function in the range extender where it will self-maintain itself. I do know, and I commented once before, that when I first got it, where the car had set for a while, that the range extender wanted to run for 15 minutes or so, and it did. So I would imagine that if the range extender isn't used, that there's a message that would pop up on the screen and tell you that it wants to be used. I know charging was not convenient. Um, there's only one public charger in Somerset, and that is at the Nissan dealer, which was right next to the Jeep dealership. They're owned by the same people. But as far as, as far as options as for spending time while a car would be charging, um, there's not really any restaurants um, that you can safely walk to. This is not an area with sidewalks. It's along a major highway. But the charging location is just not convenient. Um, they definitely need to... Uh, take into consideration that the EV revolution is here and look at doing some public charging um, at some of the shopping centers and some of the um, areas where restaurants are more prevalent. That being said, even the Popeyes is sitting right next to Chili's and um, it's not part of a larger conglomeration yet that uh, part of the highway there is being developed. And to be honest, if there had been a charger, a public charger there close to Popeye's, I don't know that I would have used it um, just for the simple fact that I was depending on the range extender, but it would have been nice to have the option. In summary, um, you know me, I'm all about the, the numbers. I spent $2.17 plus a splash of gas on the... 24 kilowatt hours actually it was closer to 25 kilowatt hours that it took me to go back and forth to Somerset um, in my mini going back to my frame of reference before the i3 it would have been about three and a quarter gallon of gas which at the current Kroger price for unleaded which using your Kroger discount card that would have been four dollars and 73 cents so I spent less than half going to Somerset back. I really couldn't believe that the uh, 
range extender wasn't running when I got in the driveway. It's pretty loud with the door open, but I say loud, it's not super loud. You can definitely notice that it's on. I do want to take the car on a longer trip where I know that I will need to refuel the range extender. Keep in mind, I didn't buy the car for this purpose. It was purchased to be affordable, reliable transportation for my daily commute. If I was looking to replace my internal combustion engine vehicle, I would have looked at a Tesla or maybe one of the other 200 plus mile options that are out there. I am very satisfied with my i3. But to be honest, I probably would not have bought the i3 without the range extender. I would still be waiting to purchase my first EV. I have determined that I could operate the Mini in small town America, which was really a question that we went through back in the fall. But having the range extender is super nice. I did a review on the Hyundai Ionic, and I said it was light at 124 miles. I wasn't sure that it would fit my needs. But that's back when I thought the Mini was going to have a 150 mile range based on what the Europeans were saying. But, you know, the EPA knocked that down to 110 and it just like crushed my dreams. Anyway, I do think that I could operate a Mini much the same way that I'm operating this i3. Like I've always said, it's all about the fit and identifying what your needs are. Hit that subscribe button and remember, the EV revolution is here. And it is an awesome ride.